Thank you for listening to or watching another episode of SNTR Presents. In this video, I'm going to be basically saying that Infusion needs to go. It's not needed in the game anymore. Let me explain how I think they could do this. If you're listening to this on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, or watching on YouTube, you can always catch me live probably right now at SayNoToRage.com. It'll bring you right to my Twitch channel if you want to be part of these discussions live. If you're on YouTube, hit like, subscribe, and the little bell button is a free and easy way to support me and my content. So I think Infusion needs to go for a handful of reasons. I am going to walk through how I think this would work out. I do want to give credit where credit is due. The idea that I'm going to outline in this video came from a Q&A session suggested by the community member Beer Pie. Great name. I would eat a lot of Beer Pie. Um, I'm not an alcoholic. I just, I, I shouldn't have said that. Anyway, thanks to Beer Pie for the suggestion uh, that's going to be in this video. So, I'm going to talk about the purpose of infusion, how it's kind of muddled and weird right now. Second, I want to talk about slot leveling, and then I want to end by talking about leveling is in flux. Leveling's in flux. It's not really even landed yet. And before we get into the video, why? Why what's the, what's the problem with infusion? I don't know about you, but now with the new system and how quickly we level, it it feels completely unnecessary. I'm almost never infusing anything. I'm I'm basically ignoring it. Uh, I what ends up happening, and I'll show you on my character right now. My Titan, for example, has a 55 chest piece and then a 58 chest piece just sitting here. This chest piece, I have no interest in using it. I don't like the roll that much. I don't like the fact that it's arc, but it's just sitting here to keep my slot at 58. So I haven't infused almost at all this season because leveling has changed so much. So I just think that infusion is either too frustrating and too and too costly for people that don't do it that often and maybe they feel like they need to because they play less. For the rest of us, I just kind of ignored it almost this entire season. It seems really dumb. So let's talk about the purpose. The purpose of Infusion right now feels really, really cloudy and muddled. It doesn't really seem clear why we would even need to infuse anything. Uh, it, it, it makes you make these choices and grind for these materials, but how quickly we level and how quickly you can kind of hit certain level, you know, level thresholds, you don't need to. Once you're in the 40s and 50s, you don't really need to infuse anything. You can be using 40s and 50s. It only really mattered when you were going into 980 content, and then you would infuse like a couple of items for that particular loadout. But but we weren't doing that classic destiny thing where I was infusing all of my favorite guns and all of my favorite armor pieces. It just felt like a complete and utter waste of time because there was no actual tangible benefit to it. The only tangible benefit was, oh, I'm going to infuse my Ariana's vow. I'm going to infuse this. I'm going to infuse that. There were all these things that I was using for specific purposes in master level nightmare hunts. Leveling doesn't even require it. I mean, you don't need to. As I just showed you, this this 958 basically means I have a 958 chess piece even though I don't. So the game considers it, you know, my 960 love and death. Well, the game considers my power slot as 960. Like, that's just exactly how it views it. It views it as like, hey, it's there. You don't have to do anything. You don't have to infuse anything. It's just, it's a 960. It views all your slots as the highest equipable. So it isn't even needed for leveling. We would we, we level at the same speed regardless. The currency is also very muddled right now, and it's unneeded. The grind actually with the currency is way more associated with leveling up your armor, taking your armor up to high levels of energy, you know, nines and tens, or right now I've got a lot of sevens and eights. 
leveling up my armor to those energy levels that's primarily what that currency is associated with now you're not really even paying attention to the currency required to infuse because you got to go buy these upgrade modules and Bungie gives you a junk ton of them in the season pass so that's the other reason why we didn't pay much attention to infusion this time you got to remember while you're working your way through the season pass you're getting in you know those upgrade modules on the front end in high high numbers you're, you know, you're getting them like every couple of levels, you know, right away. And I think that really eases the pain of it and you don't even really consider it. That's another reason why we should just take it out of the game because because of new light players and more laissez-faire, more casual players who just buy the season pass and want to have fun, Bungie's basically having to hand you upgrade modules to soften the blow of this unneeded and muddled pain point. So I am going to put forth the idea that Beer Pie put in Q&A a little while ago, a couple videos ago, called Slot Leveling, because the game already does slot leveling. So I want you to imagine right now, 960 was the level of my heavy slot because I finally got a 960 heavy to drop. 960 heavies were like the golden goose this season because it was such a few you know opportunities to actually even get them to drop. So that slot's 960. So anything I equip in that slot is 960. I can use whatever I need. I can use whatever comes up, whatever I'm working on, whatever I'm going to be doing. That slot's 960. I don't have to worry about infusion. It's just that it's it's already doing that anyway. And because it's doing that, a lot of us just aren't infusing because number one, we don't feel the need to. Number two, it just it, it feels like a waste of currency. Like I'm going to use that currency on items for leveling up their energy and throwing that currency away needlessly like this ancient gospel is 953 i i don't need to take it up my ariana's vow is 55 you know a lot of the guns i like to use 58 59 they're not even at the max they're just not because it just doesn't seem worth a couple of light level bumps on a piece of armor to to see what getting to a rounded 960 doesn't matter if you're 958 or 959 it doesn't matter you got the artifact so there's a handful of reasons why rounding off your loot to the max possible gear score doesn't even matter anymore because of the artifact and because of how quickly we level and there's the abundance of items that you would need to level up anyway nobody's doing it you get all the way to the end of a season and you're just like i don't i don't need to infuse any of this stuff because we've got another We've got another one around, right? We've got another season around the corner, another level bump around the corner. Now, we would still level the same way. Drops would still matter. Getting the drop to fall in the right place would still matter. And it would open up an opportunity to really improve the game for a couple of reasons. Because I can already anticipate people being like, but Lono, when you get to 950, you go run all these milestones to get a bunch of 950 gear so that all your gear can be 950. What would we do then when we get to max score? I've been saying this for a really, really long time, and they're really close. They're super close to getting it right. When you hit level 900, the whole game changes. All of a sudden, the milestones open up to you. The milestones open up, you look at the director, and the whole game looks different because you are at, you know, you're at 900, and you sit 900, oh, oh, I hit 900, look at all these milestones I could have. When you hit 950, when you hit the cap, the whole game should change. There should be different reasons to run strikes. There should be different reasons to run Crucible and Gambit, not going and getting gear to do nothing with, or infuse with, or, like, again, it just doesn't make any sense. It's a nonsensical upgrade process. It's lateral upgrades that are costly, that do almost nothing for your 
actual power representation in the game. My slot actually is, according to the game, 960. My heavy slot is 960, according to the game. It should be treated as such. It, it should be, well, it is treated as such. It should be viewed as such in the game. And then that opens up the opportunity for them to say, hey, you're going to hit 900, game's going to change. You're going to hit 950, game's going to change again. New bounty systems are going to open up. New, you know, new loot pursuits are going to open up for those of you that are at, you know, the max level. Now, I want to add one more piece to my argumentation here. Leveling is in flux. Leveling is still not landed. It's still evolving. They still haven't really settled on what they want to do. They added the artifact. They really, really sped up the process of leveling with the way they treat the soft cap and and gap filling is a whole lot easier and they have this pinnacle grind they're doing just a little bit of a 10 bump in season of dawn so leveling as an idea and philosophy has just been an ever-changing thing for the last 12 months they haven't really landed on it this is exactly how we envision leveling being and infusion is attached to that the idea that they've removed a lot of the pain and increased a lot of the expediency of leveling the fact that they've done that i think is, is a testimony to the fact that infusion should then also change. They should also be changing. It is a, it is a companion idea and, and thing. It, honestly, at this point, in my opinion, it feels like a strange and unneeded relic from the past. It's like attached to the game still. It doesn't seem to be needed. It, it, it seems like outdated and archaic at this point with the way that they've changed leveling, the speed with which you level. The artifact makes up so much of the gaps and so much of the problems of not being absolutely at the highest possible score. The artifact has really changed that as well. And it really makes infusion a superfluous and just unneeded mechanic in the game. Uh, and it's not really restricting the player in a healthy way. A lot of the times I defend certain things being slightly restrictive, whether it's the affinity system. I think it's okay that it's slightly restricted, but I think armor affinity should be able to be changed one time. Like when you take armor all the way to level 10, you should be able to change the affinity one time. Because if you finally get a god roll stat on a piece of armor, it would be nice to be able to change that. But I do think that restriction is a healthy, very soft restriction. This restriction of infusion just doesn't feel healthy. Because if you're like me and you're destiny rich, you can infuse whenever you freaking feel like you're not really messing with it for those of you that it's really really painful for they're dumping upgrade modules in your lap every time the season starts so it's not a meaningful choice it's not a meaningful action anymore it's been cheapened and muddled and it's not clear just get rid of it and go to slots just treat the slot at that level and then all those materials all those currencies can be then diverted and used for energy leveling your armor and investing in that and then when you hit max level the entire game can change to give you new loot pursuits infusion barely happens for some of us and and when it does happen for others it's either painful or annoying or they try to mitigate the pain with a season pass i think it's time to jettison this thing this this pain in the butt thing unneeded thing from the game the time is now as infusion and leveling are related and leveling keeps changing we're going to transition to q a we're going to do that through maintenance before the new season start if you're here right now don't go anywhere click follow and turn on notifications if you're listening on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, or watching on YouTube, you can always catch me live at saynotorage.com. As always, please like, share, and subscribe. Thank you for listening to or watching another episode of SNTR Presents. This is going to be a Q&A session that followed my talk about Infusion needs to go, it needs to leave the game. If you're listening to this on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, or watching on YouTube, you can probably catch me live right now at saynotorage.com. We're going to jump right into the questions because we're going to probably try and take this up to reset and then... I'm going to want to kind of end this one 
So whenever maintenance is done, I can jump right into the new season. So the first question is from Peter Iliak. I remember you saying you thought SRL would be a misuse of development bandwidth. If the screenshot in the calendar is hinting at its return, would that concern you in regard to the future of the current seasonal content? Sorry for the novel. That's not a novel, Peter. I don't think it's hinting at it. I think people are misreading the schedule. I think when you look at the schedule, um, which we don't need to be in the game right now, so I can pull the schedule up. I think when you look at the schedule, to me, it's clear that what they're showing you is the central piece of the 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 dawn the season of I'm sorry the dawning in the background you see the first sparrow which was like a sleigh and the one out in front looks like a snowmobile very clearly winter themed sparrows in in, in the shot and they've done this before you can't read between these lines. They've done plenty of trailers where two or three sparrows go ripping by to show off all the new sparrows. This is not a new concept for Bungie, especially in the realm of the Eververse and trying to promote cool-looking stuff. This is not an abnormality in their marketing. This is a normal thing. So, to your question, if it does come back, would I be concerned? At the end of the day, I would probably be... I wouldn't be super concerned because that would probably be the live team and they're only going to be working on seasonal stuff usually anyway, something that is kind of a here and gone throwaway, like the EAZ, you know, so I'm not going to, I'm not going to get too upset about that. I think my biggest concern would be how many new light players would have no nostalgic attachment to SRL and they would be like, what the frick is this? How many new players that came into D2 or beyond D2 and and they're not even new light player but they never really experienced SRL um so there would be no nostalgic connection to it I I really truly believe if you don't have a nostalgic connection to SRL you're gonna kind of shrug at it it wasn't that great it was fun in the absence of basically anything else that there was to do so I'm you know and as as Brosif is saying the live team also did Wrath I, I don't think they built Wrath, Brosif. I think they helped with Rise of Iron. I, th- I, I believe the Bungie Raid team built Wrath of the Machine. I don't believe the live team built Wrath. I might have that backwards, but I'm fairly certain that's how it was spliced. In any case, I don't see SRL coming back. I don't think that marketing is pointing to that. I believe people are reading too far into something that is common in their marketing to put Sparrow's front and center, especially the dawning because the Slay Sparrow was the centerpiece of last year. It was kind of a hit. People liked it. They thought it was cool. And then this year it looks like a snowmobile. Um, So I... I'm not going to lose my mind and make some big... I'm not going to do an eight-video series on why SRL was a mistake. I would probably review it, talk about it, and say, you know... And I would honestly maybe wait a couple weeks and see what the community response is. The dawning is a month long, though, and I just... That just doesn't seem like something that they would want to stretch out for a month. The only way you stretch that out for a month is with multiple courses. And again, I just can't see Bungie doing that. I cannot see them dedicating resources to a multi-course SRL launch. Um, So... A coup, a coup. Uh, sorry, Agent Smith, I missed your resub 12 minutes ago. I apologize. Uh, it's been a great journey, Loney. Awesome to always see you on top of the directory. Thank you for 20 months of subs, uh, Agent Smith. Arku says, I'm pretty new to the game, and I love the Risk Runner. What do you think about it, and what other exotics should I grind? Uh, there's a lot of exotics in the game that, you know, if you're wanting to do, like, the questline ones, the Divinity is really, really fun. Um... 
I'm trying to think of, think of some of the other ones you can get through a quest line that are actually worth using. The 1k voices is worth it if you run raids. Anarchy is about to get a buff. The Whisper is still worth it. Izanagi's is definitely worth it now that they've kind of fixed it. Uh, those would be the ones that I would go after. If you're a PvP player, then you're going to want to set your sights on the Ace of Spades. Uh, that's a, that's a great one. The Thorn, the Last Word. If you like hand cannons, those are great ones to start with. Ace of Spades probably being the most universal and easiest to use out of the group. Uh, last word takes a little bit of finesse to use well. Thorn, Thorn, not so much, but I, I think out of the group, Ace of Spades is kind of the one-size-fits-all weapon for PvP that you can put in the hands of most players. It does a good job. Yeah, Bad Juju is a great weapon. Uh, not too hard to get. Outbreak is really fun, too. So I just gave you a junk ton to chase. Tom Kai. For a returning player who haven't played seasons before, what is the best way to start out the new season? I would just jump in and follow the story beats and do the stuff and and just see if you enjoy it. Um, Apparently, this is just going to be a PSA for everybody here and to your friends as well. Do do a there's a quest you want to do before jumping into the sundial activity. There's a quest tied to the obelisks. You're going to want to do that first. Apparently, according to Bungie and some tweet they sent or something, do the obelisk quest first before doing the sundial activity. Ogens, what do you feel about farming god rolls? I farmed hundreds of hours of different god rolls, and yet it still never seems rewarding because an Arenzo will always outgun it. Should they make god rolls more powerful? Well, I don't, I don't think the Arenzo is is a problem with your god roll farming. I believe the Arenzo exists in another conversation piece. If if you're farming for god rolls, I take enjoyment out of giving it as a trophy. It's you show it off to your friends. It does feel good when you use it. Um, you know, there's a lot of there's a lot of there's a lot of game to be played other than PvP. Um, and typically, when you're going for god rolls, that's one of the reasons that you're doing it is you're going for something that will land in PvP, like the god roll love and death grenade launcher that I got, or the god roll one small step shotgun, or the loud lullaby. These are weapons that I went for god rolls on so that I could, you know, use in PvE. There's not a ton of god roll farming for PvP. I mean, there is a little bit, but I wouldn't let the Arental's existence make you not go for god rolls um because they'll probably nerf it they're probably going to address uh the arental they're going to they're going to take it down they're going to tone it down uh along with some of the other weapons maybe uh they're doing that where they're doing that with um the recluse you know they're toning it down a little bit uh the recluse i'm sorry so i i don't know if you should let one weapon disrupt the entire loot pursuit structure of the game I don't, I don't necessarily agree with that. And I don't know if you want to make god rolls more powerful. Because if you make god rolls more powerful, you can really disrupt PvP by being like, well, if you get a god roll such and such, it completely disrupts the flow of, of combat and crucible. Um, in general, they need to split the, split the sandboxes, but they kind of can't. They try, but they can't do it in a super rigid way. Nighthawks, what about the Iron Banner bounties that give you bonus progress for being at a lower power? There'll be no way to decrease your power anymore, so I don't believe this is a good idea. Okay, so I gotta contextualize this question, because you might be like, what's he talking about? I was talking about slot leveling, and slot leveling would mean, if you get a 960 power, your 960 like power slot is always 960. There's a real easy solution here, Nighthawks, and they did it with 
the Nightfall card. You just give somebody an Iron Banner card and you can take your power level on a scale. That would be good anyways so that you don't have to equip a bunch of random nonsense. You can have your good guns and your good armor pieces that you like, but you just drag your power level down with a slider that allows you to do those bounties without completely destroying your loadout and your armor. I I believe the solution is far easier and even already in the game. So, uh, Miniature Viking with eight months, thank you. Meatless Comic says, Something I'd like to see eventually that I would really make some build diversity happen is being able to choose from multiple artifacts. Is that something you can see happening eventually or no? I could see that maybe being in the next game. The artifact is is obviously an experiment that I believe they're using to, to build for something bigger. Maybe in, like you're saying, a system like that. I can't imagine them doing anything in the present game with like multiple artifacts. The artifact already seems like a bit of an unwieldy beast. It kind of causes some chaos in the crucible. Uh, It restricts our guns. They don't even have the mods accessible on exotics. You know what I'm saying? Like we can't even use anti-barrier overload, unstoppable and those things. We can't even use those things on exotics. And that's, that's a bit strange. Um, and the, you know, in need of an update. So I don't even know if they're in a position where they could suddenly give you multiples, but there, there definitely could be things down the line in the next game that this is kind of feeding into that idea. Next question, uh, McCheshire. Do you think that weapons should continue to affect power level? I don't think having to sacrifice our choice of weapon because of its power is entirely necessary anymore. This is why I believe the slot leveling idea that I outlined in the video that came from Beer Pie, I believe that idea is a much better system uh, to enable you to use all the cool stuff that you found, all the cool guns that you have, and not necessarily feel like you have to like restrict your, your loadout. And it also could give them reason to say, once you're at level cap, we're going to open up new stuff to you, new loot pursuit, new bounty system, new whatever, that you don't get into your max level because you pivot away from leveling to loot pursuit. We don't really do that when we pivot away from leveling and then pivot to like this weird epilogue to leveling where you're still grinding for 950s to infuse, but you kind of don't need to because of the artifact. So it becomes this superfluous, non-essential thing. I believe they have invalidated infusion. Ultimately, that's my conclusion. I believe Bungie's choices with leveling, speeding it up with the soft cap and adding the artifact, I believe they have invalidated infusion. It's not necessary anymore. They've also made decisions about the currency and tied it to the Armor 2.0 10 energy leveling system. In my estimation, that severely invalidates infusion and it can just go away. 500 bits from Roman, thank you. Next question from Two Boat. I missed some of your talk, so if it's repetitive, skip. Should they move all of the power values out of our gear and make leveling entirely in the artifact? No, I actually called for slot leveling because I do think pursuing drops and level and, and getting the right things to drop is part and parcel to the Destiny experience, and the artifact being there kind of on top is great. Uh, and slot leveling, they could really do dismantling auto, uh, auto dismantle blues. Right, right. That's another thing we haven't even really talked about. So, no, I don't think they should just level with the artifact. I still think having it tied to level to some degree is good, but consider some of the other things that have changed as well. Whites and green drops are completely gone. They are, in the most literal sense, gone from the game. You cannot get them to drop. Everybody comes into the game at 750. Everything you're playing is purples, blues, or exotics. That's it. And... 
blues are suddenly not needed anymore either if we're not really infusing but they would level up your slot so when you get that blue to drop and it's the right power level and it hits the right slot it would raise that slot's power but not require you either use a junky blue or infuse it into a purple like you wouldn't need to do that and I know people are likely going to make comments on YouTube saying that's really going to push away from people experimenting and trying out a lot of the different weapon types actually no I don't believe that I believe if your kinetic slot was just 950 or it was just stuck at 945 that actually would lead to more experimentation because it wouldn't matter what was equipped the slots 945 or 950 or whatever you could try a bunch of different things without lowering your power level people don't like to see that number go down even if it doesn't have a great effect on gameplay people don't like to see the number go down and so I actually think this would encourage far more experimentation and trying different loadouts and different things as well as Bungie's using the artifact to say hey if you go into content with champions and you need to use the champion mods you got to use a pulse you got to use a scout you got to use a bow or an auto rifle and swapping those around and trying different things won't be as sort of frustrating or sort of like kind of holding you back if your slots represent your level as opposed to each individual gun having its own level I feel like this would also just clean up the database. Each item doesn't need a level assigned to it, just the slot does. This also cleans up the collections. When you pull something out from collections, it can influence your level. You pull it out, and it's just it just comes out and adopts whatever the level is of the slot that it comes out in. Like It just cleans that up as well. I, I, I feel like this would be the right time to evolve the loot system beyond what doesn't feel necessary anymore the game is going to me what feels like in a different direction with respect to the loot and our power Exori uh, do you think infusion cost should drop after you hit soft cap or simply disappear so you can use the weapons that you want I mean ultimately that's what slot leveling would do so yes I, I think that it's it just isn't needed the infusion costs don't need to go down they need to go away Uh, Manic Mustache. Do you think armor elements should be tied to subclass elements? Uh, It makes sense that an arc subclass would resist arc damage, and maybe Bungie could tailor the mods to better fit the intended playstyle of each subclass. I I don't necessarily disagree with this in principle. Like, armor elements should be tied to the subclass elements. Like, I... But that... If you're trying to get rid of the armor affinity, I don't think that's gonna happen. As far as I can tell, Bungie likes the armor affinity system... And they're trying to soften some of that by giving you some new universal mods, some new generic universal mods uh, that won't, you know, that you'll be able to use in this new season, which would then allow you to not feel that pain so much. I don't necessarily think we need to get rid of the system. I want to work within the system of armor affinity, and that's why I've said if you level up a piece of armor to level 10, you should be able to change its affinity one time. At that point, when you roll it over to 10, it asks you, what affinity would you like? You finally get a god roll helmet or gauntlets or chest piece or whatever, but it's the wrong affinity for your build. That that just doesn't seem like a necessary pain point. Requiring a, a, a lot of currency to take it up to 10, you could even require a second ascendant shard. Be like, okay, when you take it to level 10, if you have a second ascendant shard, you can use that to choose the affinity. And until you do that, maybe it's always available. You wouldn't want people to like make the mistake of taking it to level 10 and being like, oh shoot, I didn't have an extra Ascendant Shard. You could always go back and do it one time. And then after that, it's locked in. Um, 
So, and as Eugene is saying, the affinity system may over time just feel less and less painful and not need addressed. So, I don't necessarily disagree with the idea that if I'm running an arc subclass, I should resist arc damage. I don't necessarily disagree with that, but I think you're going to break some of the things that are naturally part of the game. If arc burn is on and you run an arc subclass, that sort of negates the idea of like, you're running arc, but you're also taking more damage from arc. It creates this new feeling to that all of a sudden certain enemies and certain attacks are far more, you know, lethal. You're going to take that away if you do that. Uh, Valcor Moon. Um, uh, do you think that the seasonal artifact makes pinnacle gear kind of pointless since I can get to the cap uh, and just grind out the artifact and get to the power level? Then I need to run the end game content. <clears throat> I don't think this is a, a, the right read on it. I think pinnacles originally, this, this is part of the problem, is I don't think people allowed Bungie to shape their expectations. When Pinnacles as an idea was introduced, Luke Smith said it was meant to be a representation of you running the hardest content as like a testimony of that, like a trophy. He didn't talk about it being about you getting stronger or you hitting certain deltas. He doesn't mention that. He talks about it as a it's a it's a representation of the hardest content that you're beating. And so that's where I think people are making that mistake. They're making the mistake of well, what's the point? What's the point? Because of the artifact. Well, I actually liked having when I got into the mid to high nine fifties because of pinnacles. I actually liked that because that combined with the artifact got me really, really close to the nine eighty delta, and it made nine eighty content easier. It certainly helped. Think about it like that. If like, how long did it take you to go from plus ten on the artifact to plus twenty? It takes a while, unless that's literally all you're doing. It takes a while. Okay. You guys saw me. I just grinded out going from 19 to 20, multiple days, multiple characters, tons of bounties to move it from 19 to 20, okay? So just imagine the jump from 10 to 20 on the artifact. You don't necessarily need those 10 levels because you're running the pinnacle stuff. It does help you. It is an in-game benefit while also being a testimony to the fact that you're engaging with the harder content. Now, they could put a little flourish in the game on the thumbnail. As soon as you've got gear that's 951 or higher, so tomorrow, if you've got gear that's 961 or higher, you could put a little symbol on it or something. You know how they have a little symbol representing the the season? You know, it's got the little, you know, uh, it's got the little Vex symbol for all the undying stuff, right? It's got Eris' symbol for all the Shadowkeep stuff. There could be another spot on that little armor thumbnail, a diamond or something, to show that it is a pinnacle piece of gear. It's at a pinnacle power level. So as soon as you hit 961 on any piece of gear, that piece of gear has that little symbol on it. Again, just a little a little hint that this person's gone the distance. Maybe once you hit 970 you have a little diamond next to your name in the tower. Again, just a little thing, just when you're walking around, you're strutting, it's like that person is all the way at the absolute max cap on gear score, uh, you know, regardless of what the artifact is. Little things like that, I could see them doing. I'm not going to die on that hill. I'm not going to be like, oh my gosh, they need to add these things. They need to give these things to us. I just don't think it's that important, but it could be, I think, helpful for people that feel like, what's the what's the point? It could be helpful in just communicating. This is more meant to be like a testimony of your engagement with the hardest content. It's not necessarily meant to be this, this end game. You need it to do the end game stuff. Like, you definitely 
you definitely do not need you don't need to so you could always ignore it and you'd be just fine Ashen Hollow says, How would you push back to Bungie's philosophy that infusion needs to be costly and that it needs to force you to make choices? I would say, look at your data, because I have a very, very strong feeling and hunch. I have a very, very strong feeling and hunch that no, it is not being engaged with that much. I bet you the infusion numbers for this last season are at the lowest they've probably ever been. Now, if you run the numbers and you say the average person did this many infusions in the season, do you know what you have to subtract from that? You have to subtract how many upgrade modules you get. How many upgrade modules do you get from the season pass? Because you got to subtract that. You're not even making it costly. I mean, from this from this next season pass, we get three right there. We get another three there. That's six. Two there. That's eight. All right. Eight, and then I, I guess that's over. There's none on the bottom. Is there any on the bottom rung that I missed? Okay, so eight. I would say if if you average it out, and let's just say the average person from the most casual to the most hardcore did 30 infusions this season. Well, you got to subtract eight because you gave them, you just gave them upgrade modules in the season pass. And then if you're doing bounties too, I mean, there's some bounties and things you're doing initially that you're just kind of doing as a natural course of playing. I just, I, I, I would wager to say less infusions happen this season than any season leading up to now, which is cause to say, is its purpose being served? Do people even give a rip? And to the people that are destiny poor, you don't have a lot of resources. You don't play as much as me. You're more casual. You love the game, but you're, but you're, you're poor with respect to currency in the game world. Is it landing on them in a way that makes them enjoy the game, or is it just frustrating? That's always my question when we when we talk about infusion and leveling. Imagine we go to this slot system, okay? Who does it hurt? What grind is it taking away from you? It's not hurting the casuals. It's not hurting that meaty center of people that play a reasonable amount of time, but they don't play like me as a streamer, okay? So it's not hurting 60 to 70%. It isn't. It's not doing anything. Your old weapons? No, it doesn't hurt the old weapons because the slot would mean if you get out your midnight coup and your primary kinetic slot is 935, the midnight coup would just be 935. Like, it would just automatically take on the, the, the slot power that's there. I And then the hardcore players. Are you really going and grinding for the needed currency to infuse and do you, you know get upgrade modules? No, you're not. Who are you freaking kidding? Anytime I needed upgrade modules, I went to I went to the gunsmith and I was like, give me like nine. I just hit the button. It just, I just anytime I was like, oh, you know, I'm I was 920 and now I have a bunch of stuff that's 940s that I don't really want to use. Let's start infusing stuff. Um you know, a lot of people were buying the stuff from Spider. Yeah, even if you do run out of a certain planetary currency, people are probably just going and farming. Uh, I'm sorry, buying it from Spider. They farm night into nightfalls. Ah, I don't think if you if you got rid of infusion tomorrow, there would be no harm to the player base. There would be no harm to the experience of the players. Nobody would be like, "Oh, Bungie, you're catering to the casuals." I loved infusing and I loved going for upgrade modules. That person doesn't freaking exist. Like no one's going to make that argument. It just isn't needed. It's a it's an afterthought. Just it's this attachment to the game. 
It's this weird growth on leveling that is an import from the days of old. Like, we don't need it anymore. The leveling and the progress of this game has completely changed at multiple, at multiple levels. Roman says, just a fun question. If you could choose what ritual weapons are, what would you choose? I want a ritual hand cannon for PvE because we haven't had one. The PvE hand cannon, um, I'm sorry, the PvP hand cannon is, you know, the Not Forgotten and the Luna's Howl, and then they adjusted the crit multiplier so they're less valuable in PvE now. Uh, So I'd love to see that. Uh, I'd love to see a shotgun. Uh, I'd love to see a rocket. There might be uh, there might be a ritual rocket. I would love to see rockets. I would love to see rockets get a huge, huge buff and some help. They're just they're not they're not getting any play, and it's a shame because they're cool looking and they're fun and they feel nice, but they just they don't land on the game. They're slow. They don't do good damage. They're it's easy to miss. There's a lot of reasons that you know rockets are just completely sidelined in the game right now, and I would hope that that would change. Uh, with maybe we'll get some patch notes today uh, that'll outline that. T-Funk, do you think Bungie could change weapon infusion without changing armor infusion? We have already had an iteration on armor and nothing on weapons. If only change one, does this worry you? Uh, yo, Obi-Wan, seriously, thank you for 21 months. Fuego, uh, Fuego Mike with three months and S. Hankin with three months and 21 months from Obi-Wan. Thank you guys for those resubs. Um, I would just do it on both. I would do it on both ends, you know? I would say, you know what? We we just we you, we're just going to go to slot, right? We're just going to go to slot leveling. We don't need any of this. Um there there's just there's a there's a lot of things I think with slot leveling that would remove unneeded pain uh in, in a significant way. Um so uh the Hebrew poet Osiris is here, and based on the lore pieces we've gotten lately, he knows he's screwed up. I have a theory that he's going to leave the Infinite Forest for good, uh, and we will need a new job in the coming seasons, and that's why we get trials. What do you think? I mean, it could be. It could be. Um, there could be a lot of things that th- that they do with him if he leaves the quote-unquote Infinite Forest. Um they don't necessarily need I don't think to do anything in particular uh, with him um, you know it's one of those things where they may not even want to do trials of Osiris uh, they may want to do trials of Saint 14 people have theorized um, so I you know I even theorized that he's gonna he's gonna determine that the the sundial is a danger and we have to destroy it and it destroys mercury also, according to some of the lore, he's saying that he's going to use the sundial to change Mercury, and on February the 4th, the Empyrean Foundation, it looks like old Mercury with trees and stuff. So he could reset Mercury back to a different state that changes its shape and its and its size, and public events and stuff could change permanently as a way to maybe soften the blow of, like, we know the sundial's going to leave when that happens, because I believe the Empyrean Foundation is tantamount to what they did with the undying mind i believe that's probably going to be part of the story changing because the same day the empyrean foundation shows up is the same day a new sundial boss the last sundial boss shows up so i kind of feel like that's how they're going to run it um in in that would be i think my destiny just updated uh i don't even know how to see that um it would probably be in downloads wouldn't it i don't even know it looked like it was updating when i came back it's hard to know 
Is there a way to check for updates? Uh, you know what? I'm going to close Steam and reopen it. Usually that's the trick to get it to trigger. So, uh, there's a lot of things they could do with him. There's a lot of things with the lore that they could do. You know, I, I would say, I would say Trials of Osiris is, is having a likely, a very, very likely, almost assured return. It's just, we'll have to wait and see what their ultimate decision is with it. Um, because, because of how, you know, they wanted, they want to get it right. It's been gone for a long time. They've been bringing guys like Crafty and Lupo out. So clearly, uh, they're thinking through, uh, they're thinking through it. So, uh, Savior, congrats on another great month. Thank you for 45 months, Savior Fred. I appreciate that. Um, the next question comes from Darkseid. He says, uh, they say, you think they would bring back Cade with the whole infinite force? No, I, I don't think this is being used. Um, I don't think this is being used for, you know, bringing back Cade. I don't, I don't think that's a good idea um, to suddenly bring him back. That that doesn't seem necessary. Um, it just doesn't. It doesn't seem like it doesn't seem like the right time to do it. It doesn't seem like the right time uh to, uh, to reverse that storyline so um so according to Bandwipe he said on his stream that the stuff they were brought out there for is for future seasons not dawning oh sounds like he maybe stepped a little outside of his NDA then <laughs> I don't know if they were allowed to say that but uh, or maybe he hinted at it and didn't say it specifically Nick Cheshire I feel the system you suggested is still susceptible to poor loot RNG uh, is the gearing RNG just an inevitability no matter what Bungie does? Thank you for 20 months, Link Sacrifice. Here's why the RNG of leveling matters, like, way less, okay? It matters way less. Does not matter as much as it, uh, as much as it used to, and I'll tell you a couple of reasons why. Number one, they made leveling easier. So the soft cap and the gap filling, it's super, super freaking easy to level now, okay? very very uh it's very very easy to level second the artifact is there as a cushioning blow if you get a couple bad drops because it's so easy to gap fill and level um because it's so easy to gap fill and level i don't feel the need to stress about bad drops the only time i really kind of felt that reminiscent of like oh my gosh i can't believe they did this or i can't believe i got another bad drop was when i needed a heavy powerful and i didn't get it i have almost no memories this season of getting bad rng drops that really really hurt uh that really really hurt you know what i was doing um and that hurt my sense of progress now post forsaken that's like all i remember dealing with um, thank you, uh, offhand pillow for 26 months, three months from the Destin channel. Miss you still. Thank you, man. Appreciate that. Destin. We got We got to talk. I'll DM you. I'll DM you. We got to We got to reconnect and maybe restoke that fire. <laughs> no, I'm not hitting on him. We're both. We are both happily married. I'm talking about something else. Uh, <laughs> miss you too, man. Um, so, I, you know, I would say that bad RNG could still happen, and it did still happen, but I don't. I didn't feel it. It was not nearly as painful when you got bad drops that hit the wrong slots. It just wasn't. Um, I, 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 I do not think. I do not think that's a, a severe issue, and I think 
Um, the artifact, I think the abundance and ease of leveling, the abundance of sources for leveling, I think there were a lot of things that made it to where bad RNG isn't isn't the big, the big bad boogeyman anymore. I just, I don't think it is. So, um, Sir Phoenix Maximus says the power slider idea you mentioned for Iron Banner, do you think that they should do that on the character screen in general? Do you think people wanting to make things challenging would appreciate being able to drop down anywhere? I mean, you certainly could do this anywhere. Like a self-imposed delta. You could go into public spaces and do this. I would want there to be a reason to. If I'm going to go run Altar of Sorrows or I'm going to go run public events or lost sectors or whatever, maybe just strikes and I'm going to lower my power level. I'm going to self-impose a delta or a contest modifier. Well, then there's got to be a reason for that. Do I get XP bonus from that? Do I get... Maybe there's bounties that can't even be done until you do that. Maybe that is an option isn't even available to you until you hit max level. And when you hit max level, now activities have a light level delta scale slider that you can do. And when you do that... Um, you, you can get new bounties and new pursuits. Kind of like when you would run, you know, you could run Nightmare Hunts at 980 and get way more currency. And when you get that increase in the currency, you are, you know, you're able to get those frames faster. You're able to do all those things quicker. So I wouldn't, I wouldn't be opposed to that. That's a far-reaching change. It's almost like a world-tier idea, and I would love to see them do that. I can't see them doing that in this version of the game, but I can see that doing that in the next Destiny. Like, every activity has a slider scale of, like, world-tier once you're at max level to give you the ability to say, hey, I'm going to make things a little bit tougher on myself, and there's a loot incentive behind that decision. Uh, Procreate says... Is it worth seeking out the one scout rifle with disruption break from Crown of Sorrow? I maybe I don't know. Uh, <laughs> that'll be funny though if suddenly the Crown of Sorrow scout becomes relevant because Crown of Sorrow loot pool is not very good and scouts have been pretty bad for a while. <laughs> so here's the thing. Here's where I think scouts and I, I think that. Um, my, I, I have that wrong, by the way. The bungee command needs updated. I didn't realize Season of Dawn was um, was going live an hour after. Uh, I'm gonna, I'll, I'll update that for you guys. I am, I am sorry about the miscommunication all day. I've had the wrong time on there, uh, and we just, we just didn't fix it. Um, the, the maintenance is supposed to go for another hour, so. The Bungie command's now been updated with a new countdown, so exactly 59 minutes um, is when it's gonna it's gonna go live. Um, so yeah, we'll have to wait and see. I do think with the way things get harder, though, having a more drawn back playstyle with pulse rifles and scout rifles and 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 bows, it won't be that painful. When I go into really really challenging content right now, I play it slow. I sit back. I use Ariana's vow. I use a loud lullaby. Um, I use the Wendigo to blind them when they get close by. So. Um, I wouldn't, I wouldn't think, I wouldn't think that, you know, it's going to be that painful. I don't know. Is there a way for me to check when my, my my game last quote unquote updated so that I know that I got the update? Um, why are they not summoning patch notes while people are waiting? Yeah, I don't know. Um, I don't know if there's a way I didn't get the update yet. Okay. It hasn't happened. Okay. Okay. Manage then downloads. 
uh, manage browse local files uh, is it under properties um, I don't want to start poking around in here uh, I don't want to start poking around in here I did shadow keep deluxe so I should have everything uh, we're just gonna have to wait um, Mm, BCB 151. Are you happy with the decreasing glimmer cost to attach mods to weapons? I am. I didn't really understand why they had it set to 5,000. It's only 500 on armor, so uh, it didn't it didn't seem necessary. So, by the way, if you're new to the stream and you've never been here before, you're coming back around and you know giving me another shot. Uh, a lot has changed here. We're doing a lot of different things. A lot of the conversation and podcast style formats. It's family friendly. If you're enjoying the show, remember to click the follow button and turn on notifications. That's a free way to support the channel. Uh, I stream pretty much every day. Uh, next question from Captain S R A S. Should they get rid of power level altogether and just use the artifact? We already had this question. I don't think we want to completely jettison the idea of gear having power. Jaladic. If we remove infusion, what would happen to our enhancement cores that we farmed all these years? You would use them to raise the the level 10 of your armor. Um, so, takes a long time to do that. Captain Swope. Will we see more ornaments uh, and should we have more options with those planetary items or ornaments instead of gear? Will we see more ornaments and have more options with those like planetary items? I've said for a long time it'd be really, really cool. It'd be really, really cool if they decided to give each planet a season rank so you could level up the NPC on Mars, you know, Anna Bray. Um, and you could level up and you could, you know, do lots of different things for her in that season. And as you level up, you get different things for her. She could have a shader, a ship, a sparrow. She could have an ornament. She could have a lot of different things, uh, that would allow you, uh, to do that. Um, go to library, click all, uh, click all in the panel on the left, hover your mouse over the game and it will say updated X amount ago. I just hover over it. I'm hovering over Destiny 2 and it's not showing me anything about updated how many hours ago. Um, If you mouse over Destiny 2 on Steam, it shows mine updated 21 minutes ago. Yeah, mine's... I'm I'm hovering... Oh, you have to go to library? Oh, and do it here? Oh, okay. Uh, Okay, here's Destiny 2. Updated 22 minutes ago. Yeah, I did get the update. It must have been pretty small. That it must have been micro. That can't that can't be right. Um, restart Steam. It's got to be bigger than that. It can't it can't be something that's that small. I restarted my console and started the download. Well, it is a ten dollar season. Yeah, but stuff. Okay, no downloads have started. There we go. I was going to say, I was like, dude, that would have been data mined. That would have been data mined. Yeah, it's a three gig download. Um, okay, thank you for the help, guys. Uh, next. So, yeah, I would love to see them maybe maybe do something like that, you know, with the, the planetary NPCs, give a reason to, you know, to kind of grind and do all those things. Um, McSlippy, Fist, McSlippy Fist says, say your slot level idea is in the game. What do you think about enhancement cores being used to increase stats? For example, 10 cores for one stat point. You can only max 10 per item. Sorry for the essay. I mean, you still have to use it to masterwork an item. You still have to use those resources to, to raise the level of armor. So I don't I don't think that would help. Um, so 
We might be able to summon the patch notes and Q&A and read the patch notes. Um, Captain Teach, do you think the increase the increase in power by 10 is going to trivialize master level content? We don't know what they're even doing with master level content. Master and, and Legend could be being consolidated into one level, just called Legend. Um, and then also Normal could be basically just one so instead of four difficulty levels we could just have one and they could just always take the highest level one which would then be legend and move that on a scale depending on how high we can get um uh, hum hum 1b or humib with three months and 21 months from super phenomenal thank you um uh so Slasher is reporting that the announcements today are Twitch signing three streamers to multi-year deals. That doesn't surprise me at all. I said after TwitchCon that I bet these people were negotiating long-term deals to stay on Twitch. I hope it trickles down to folks my size because I would gladly sign and get and get a more secure um, get a, get a more secure structure for my streaming on Twitch. I would gladly do that. Um, uh, so. I don't think it'll trivialize master level content because we don't even know what's going on with it yet. Your Doomslayer. Do you think it would be better to be able to clear a node in the artifact for say 5,000 glitter instead of having to reset the entire thing? I think resetting it should just cost nothing. I didn't understand why they did that. Um, They said the notes will be out soon. Okay. Yeah, I can't even get into a server queue. Um, so I don't even know why they make you pay money to reset the artifact. I don't even know why that's a thing. That doesn't seem to be necessary. Just periodically, if I need to reset it. Well, and part of the problem was too, we were strategizing in something and I was like, I was like, man, I would, I would love to be able to try a different loadout right now. I'd love to be able to try a different build. And I didn't want to. I was like, dude, I'm not spending all that glimmer and doing all that. So... It just didn't seem it just didn't seem like it was worth the time and the effort. Uh, Zay Walker, do you think that if they did did away with infusion that they would offer more items from collections and or they should drop out level? I mean collections items would just go out and go into the slot and take on the slots level. Siren Biax says, Lono, I have always thought that it would be really fun to find a blue weapon that would be the base item that we want through the process of earning XP enhancement cores we could level it the rng would come from upgrading the legendary from rare uh we've had this idea submitted uh, like for the last four years by 30 and so gaming on the podcast the only thing you got to be careful of is you'd have to narrow the destination so if you pick up a white or a green or a blue or whatever and you level it up through xp using it or, or currency or whatever it's got to lead to a destination that narrows so let's say you get a shotgun and as you level it up you make the decision do you want it to be a precision or a rapid fire boom you make that decision and then the next decision you would be like okay do you want this to have good base what good base range good base this good base that and you pick that and it narrows it to something that is then controlled by Bungie right when you're grinding for a god roll right now it's controlled by Bungie there is no, oh no, a god roll. Oh, whoops, a god roll. This is absurd. This is broken, right? There's no accidental, uh, broken god rolls. So, but again, I, I just I just don't know if that's the road we need to go down. I know 30 and so gaming, Mike has been singing that song for like four years. I don't know if that's the road we need to go down. That to me sounds like a different game. 
that sounds like a very very different game grabbing a frame leveling it making decisions kind of crafting kind of not crafting i know that like luke smith's entertaining the idea of bringing the presence of build crafting to weapons i just think that is an absolute freaking minefield that we get a lot of value out of loot pursuit and roll chasing. We get a lot of value out of that. You you have to be so careful. I believe that as an incentive is delicate. And we saw how delicate it was when they went to static rolls. Even though we got amazing weapons and there were some really dope weapons that were really strong and really fun to use. That incentive literally just was non-existent. And you can be you gotta be so careful. The closer you get to static rolls or crafting your own god roll, I think the riskier it is. You're you are risking an entire incentive system dying and people being like, I have no desire to play now. I just create a bunch of god rolls by running tight loops for currencies and XPs that help me level a bunch of guns really, really fast. Um I don't know. There were no good static rolls. Well, that's uh, unbelievably inaccurate. I mean, the Better Devils, the Midnight Coup, the Uriel's Gift, the Antiope, Antiope, uh, the Mananan. Uh, there were plenty of static rolls that were fine. Uh, the Midnight. I'm sorry. The Ikalos Shotgun was a God roll static roll. The SMG from Escalation Protocol was really, really strong. And the Crucible. Uh, there were plenty of static rolls that were really, really strong. Are you using any of those now? Plenty of people use Midnight Coup. Plenty of people use the Ikalos shotgun. Uh, yeah, plenty of people still sometimes pull out static roll weapons. 100%, yes. Now, you're making an unfair comparison, though, because a lot of the new weapons have more perk slots. So you're, com- you're, you're comparing static rolls that, were, that had less perks to non-static rolls that have more perks. It's not a fair comparison. You said there were no good static rolls. That's false. There were actually plenty of really good static rolls that are even still today very viable. So, uh, BCB. Where the frick is Aldrin Sov? No idea what they're doing with that thread. I bet you he comes back next year in September. DeWitt. If Infusion goes away, how they adjust rewards for harder difficulty Nightfall? The rewards seem mostly Infusion-based. I don't know what your game you're playing, but no, they're not. The harder difficulty settings in Nightfall have nothing to do with infusing your guns. It has everything to do with raising the energy level of your armor. Um, the enhancement prisms and the ascendant shards have, like, in the most literal sense, they have nothing to do with infusing your, your items or upgrade modules. They have everything to do with raising the energy of your armor. So that entire currency system has more and more has less and less to do with you infusing and using upgrade modules it just it's it's moving if anything it feels like it's drifting away from infusion it just seems like it's moving away from it Astrovir. Infusion was a response to a pain point like a lot of changes. How does a live evolving service game more effectively respond and adjust to these historical issues? Uh, I don't know how they do a better job. They've done done a good job. Sometimes they've done a worse job and you can't jettison systems. You have to tweak them, adjust them, and lean into them. I try to lean into existing systems and say, okay, how can we make this system better? You can't just jettison a system from the game. Oh, if elemental affinity stupid you can't just jettison that from the game you can't so i'm being told there's patch notes i'm gonna actually cut q a here so we have time to discuss the patch notes and read them if you're listening to this on itunes google play spotify or watching on youtube you can always catch me live at say no to rage.com as always please like share and subscribe